Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Chateras here with another Knicks episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And with me is always my buddy, my coach, my pal, the man with the plan, the one and only, the one and only to help break down this rapid reaction news today, all right? The only guy I could talk to about this because clearly this man knows what trades are going to happen before they even happen for players that we already know that are more realistic than freaking Jeremy Grant. My man, the one and only John Maliga. John, how do you feel today knowing that you called Kevin Knox to the Atlanta Atlanta Hawks? It was, it was obvious, bro. It was obvious. I'm not I'm not gonna pat my back too much on that. It was obvious. Uh I'm doing well, man. The the Knicks are on a little mini two-game winning streak, uh blowing teams out, really making the media look foolish for caring about this Julius Randle thing. Right? Like we're all sitting here with doom and gloom, meanwhile, we're blowing out the Spurs. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm I'm happy right now. And, you know, the, the guest we had on, Steve from Space Media last episode, he he was just saying how happy he was that the Knicks are finally tied to real basketball players and not, you know, yeah, ridiculous right. players with contracts. So I'm, I'm just excited that we made a nice deal, man. It was just a night. Kevin Knox and a protected top 18 Hornets pick, like, and then we and then we gave up probably, if not Mister Irrelevant in the NBA draft in 2025, close to with that second round pick for the Nets for Solomon Hill. I just I just like the direction, man. I'm I'm glad that we're not panicking, and everything's just chill. For sure, man. For sure. And yeah, you know it's been a good week. We uh, took down the Spurs, beat the brakes off the Dallas Mavericks. Yo. Can we get into that before we get into Cam Reddish? Like, how about RJ yeah. Barrett last night? Hell Yo, yeah. Hell yeah is right, man. Like, RJ Barrett coming out here, locking Luca up, dropping over 30 again, back to back. Youngest Nick to ever drop back to back 30 point games. Listen, What's man, cool, I, it was it was such a short time ago that people were making fun of me because I was, I was prop betting RJ Barrett 20 plus points a game. Like it was, it was such, such a short time ago, and here we are. He's dropping thirty point games. He's 
hugging Frank as if he's the he's the big brother. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, like we're KP is not playing it, the the Mavericks deal. You know, as we keep alluding to this, Cam Reddish, the Mavericks KP deal is finally coming to an end here, right? There's yep. a couple couple more picks left there. You know, so uh, it, it's really kind of poetic, right? Uh, we have we have a, a little bit of a, of a soft schedule coming up this week. So it, it's really it's really time to capitalize for this team. And again, yo, we're acting like the world's on fire. Julius Randle this, Julius Randle that statements and and press conferences and all this crap. Meanwhile, RJ Barrett is just dropping 30, bro. Just dropping 30 and beating West Coast teams coming into the garden. Like, what else could you ask for? Bro, he was so efficient last night. He was a plus 22. Like, I don't really look at box plus minus like that. He was a plus 22, 32 points, seven boards, two assists. He could have had a few more assists too because he was playmaking out there as well. He went four for seven from three, 13 from 22 from the field in total. Dude was just a monster, man. Monster. And the way he was able to get to the rack and just finish, dude, right? As our guy David Zenon would always say, year three, RJ Barrett, man. He And he was, the thing was, is that he was going on this streak too. And, when we saw that against the New Orleans Pelicans, but then he got sick, then he got COVID, then he went out, then he he's coming back, he's struggling because he's trying to get healthy. And now that you see that he's healthy and he's back on the streak again, honestly, I'm not saying 30 points what we should expect on a nightly basis, but I could see 18 to 20 points like pretty consistently from RJ because he's showing that he can be a three-level uh, scorer at this point. Threes, he's got that mid-range was working really well, getting it to the rack and finishing with both hands. Even though Stephen A says he can't finish with the right hand, I don't know what games he's he's watching, but hey, yo, RJ's out here doing his thing. And then, like, you got to give props to Julius Randle, too. Julius Randle had almost a quiet triple double, man. He was two. He's been doing that. He's been doing that. Two assists away from having a triple double 17 points, 12 boards, eight assists. And the thing was that when you see when we have RJ as the actual number two option, like Evan Fournier played well yesterday, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna throw him shade. But like what RJ, I want RJ to be that second option. Like when you see both of them going, it makes it, it makes Julius's life so much easier. And when we saw earlier the season, he was struggling. And yeah, there were games, like I said, that he was playing wax and not playing with enough effort. But yo, last night, if we can get that from Julius Randle on a nightly basis, this team is going in the right direction, man. Stocks stocks are rising. Stocks are rising. So <laughs> yeah, I love it. I mean, I mean, I, I I don't really think this these Knicks could really make teams go, you know, one for four for three from Reggie Bullock, one for seven from oh, no, three no, 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 for no, no, Tim Hardaway, no, no, one no, for no. nine from three for Luca, one for three for Jalen Brunson, like over oh, four for Finney Smith. That, that like it's kind of an anomaly that that happened. I and mean, of course, oh, sure. long threes turn into turnovers or fat, you know, slash fast break transitions. And you know we were all over it. Like I, I, I know you saw that uh, Knicks tweet at the end of the game. Games blouses like no, with uh, Mitch Robinson. Like we're we're clowning at the end there. Like we with, with with Dallas shooting like that, we were able to capitalize. So I'm happy about it. I'm so glad that this. I mean, it's always scary when you play the Mavs, and you, it could always come out where. The story becomes about Tim Hardaway, becomes around Bullock, becomes around KP if he ever plays. So I'm just <laughs> glad that none of that happened. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, we just kind of skated by this game. The next one is on my birthday. 
So it should be an interesting one in Dallas. So uh, the only the only other thing I'll take away from this game is I still like Jalen Brunson. Like I don't know what that means. I don't know like if we could what it's going to take to trade for him. But I just all I'm saying is I just like Jalen Brunson. Like he would be his eight point his yeah, eight to ten points. I know, but like his eight to ten points in the Garden would be like twenty five points. Uh, on a regular team, like he, he, like his transition, his way he pick, he pick and roll, like I, I want to get into it, you know, right now with Cam Reddish, but I think Cam Reddish's steals are going to be like almost two steals for every one in the Garden. Like those are going to be huge, especially if somebody at the end is finishing with a dunk, like Ob or RJ or whatever. I, I'm like, excited. Like the things in the Garden change. Like Jalen Brunson on the road, you see what he does. Like, which is exactly what he did yesterday in MSG. You see it. But, like, at home, it could really be a game changer. Yeah. I'm not, like, I like Jalen Brunson. I'm not as high as you on Jalen Brunson, I, I would think. Like, I don't I want think to be my starter. I don't want to be the starter. Okay. Be okay. Cool. Cool. That's cool, what I'm cool, saying. Cool. All right. Cool. If we're talking about bench, absolutely. I mean, we're talking eight points, like eight to 10 points, like nothing crazy. You know what I'm trying to say? Right, no, no, no. Cause like some people are out here making it seem like he should be a starter for the Knicks. And I'm like, eh, he's no. a good. He's a good like game manager. Like no, like him and IQ off the bench, dude. Like we have to move on off this D Rose thing. Like he's gonna come back. He's nice, but like, come on. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? Like it can't just always be IQ and D Rose. Like let's go. We have yeah, to start. <laughs> you know, yeah, or Mc, point, McBride. Though, I like the, McBride there too, but I'm just saying. Yeah, at some point that has to change. I feel you on that. <laughs> I feel you on that. Um, but yeah, no, and the, and the last person I want to touch on is Monster Mitch at this point. He went 19, got 19 dude. points, nine for 10, 10 boards. Dude was an animal. He was making Dwight Powell look like a child out there. Like he, he, he looked really short. Like he really looked small. Yo, he really, he looked, he looked tiny next to Mitch was yeah. just monstering out there. So shout out to Mitch, man. Yo, Mitch, if you can do this, please, please keep doing this, Mitch. This is what we want from you. As John said, you have to be. The most improved on this team. <laughs> Please. It's the only way. Without Please. him, we win no games. That's a fact. Um, but yeah, man, I think that really covers it for, for what we saw. Like everyone, it was a good overall first, good overall effort from the first unit. Bench played well. It wasn't great. Like the, the numbers weren't there. Like we got good minutes, solid minutes from IQ and Grimes, even though IQ didn't shoot well. He was just doing a good stuff, just good floor game. Grimes, man, that jumper is just beautiful. Just, just oh, so beautiful. And you see the Hawks wanted him. And then Leon Rose is like, absolutely not. Dude, we <laughs> had, we literally had like, this I conversation. We had the business know, conversation. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I took a class in law school uh, called negotiations yep, where we, we, yeah, where we'd sit down and we, you know, we'd have this play out scenario and we'd talk about both sides. Like we literally did that for Leon Rose and the Atlanta <laughs> Hawks before it happened. Like we were talking about, Oh, what if Grimes comes out? Like, no way, dude. Like, this is not, this is off the table. It's one of those things that are off the table. And, you and know? That's, but, but in your notes, like you have to ask for it. You, you have to, to say, you, you have hey, to, it's like, you can't, you can't just not acknowledge it. You can't just not say it. Uh, no. So that's why you all tune in here to hear the, the negotiations. Cause I took <laughs> negotiations too. <laughs> Great class. So it's a lot of fun. So, so fun funny. Class. So funny. Cause like, there's no chance that Cam Reddish is worth, you know, any of, you know, our two rookies in McBride or Grimes yet. He's not 
no matter how you feel about Fournier, the, the contracts just don't match. So it has to be Knox. Like Knox and Cam Reddish are on the same trajectory to their franchise. You know what I mean? As you mentioned last episode, Cam Reddish spent some time in the G League. And as as we've been asking, begging and pleading for, we've been wanting Kevin Knox to spend more time in the G League. So they're they're on the same path here. Yet I think Cam Reddish has a gripe to be frustrated with. And Kevin Knox really doesn't. And here's the thing. Cam, Cam Reddish has a much higher upside. And I think it hasn't even been tapped because of how the Hawks handled him. Because when they drafted him, they did the thing that I really, I really dislike when it comes to like you take the best, like the best talent available, even though if you already have that, uh, that, that, that slot filled, like if you have a lot of wings, why are we taking another wing? Like they did, that's what they did. And so, I think Cam has a higher ceiling and a higher ex- like potential. This is truly the buy low for the New York Knicks because Cam, you know, who, let's get into it right now. Can't like the Knicks get Cam, they fleece them. Our two teams, the Jets and the Knicks, know how to. They just know how to fleece people in trades, man. We fleeced the Detroit Pistons for Derrick Rose, and now we fleeced the Atlanta Hawks for Cam Reddish. Like it's, it's so weird though because it's a rival. Like I understand the Pistons and the Derrick Rose. Tibbs for thing sure. and respect for D Rose. But what doesn't make sense to me is why is a rival trading with the Knicks and why are we getting the better part of this deal? It really doesn't make sense to me. You know, well, before we get into that, before we really dive into that, let me pay the bills real quick around here. All right, guys. Last time I'm doing this for all you, all right? You know what the deal is. We're partnering with Fansided. Fansides owned by Minute Media. Minute Media also owns the Players Tribune. And what do they have over at the Players Tribune? The Players Tribune has this new podcast called Blindsided. It's the first ever mental health podcast launched by the Players Tribune. Former NHL goalie Corey Hirsch and psychiatrist Dr. Diane McIntosh. The show shares some of the moments for a variety of athletes when everything changed for them and mental health became the most important focus of their lives. And this podcast allows listeners to have an understanding of the different types of mental health challenges people face, whether that's PTSD, addiction, sudden life changes, breakdowns, insecurity, panic attacks. They go through it all. They bring on guests such as Kevin Love, Kurt Warner. Uh, what is it? Uh, Paul. Uh, come on, John. Oh, Bissonette. Biz Nasty, dude. There of course. That's, he, makes, he makes this pod. He also makes the new hockey commentary role. I mean, if you're not listening to Biz Nasty, I don't know what you're doing out here. If you're if you're talking hockey, then the Biz Nasty episode, bro, like that was that was really good. The one that's really good too is Julius Thomas, former tight end for the Denver Broncos. He really goes into some uh, deep trauma as well. Yeah, that, that, that one's really that good. One. Yeah, that Let's one's go. really good as well. But guys, you gotta go check out this uh, this podcast. It's 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 so good. So yeah, John, getting back to Cam Reddish. Look, I, I'm I'm just really excited for him to to become to be a Nick. I think we got a really good value on that. Tra- I think we got really good value on that trade. We fleeced them. Uh, I know that we traded with a a rival, which you were talking about. And why would a rival want to to get into this? Right? Because makes no sense, dude. Dude, it it. I think honestly, I really wonder. And by the way, Hawks fans are down bad. Like they are <laughs> down hilarious. bad. Like they are down absolutely. <laughs> It's not even just there crying in spaces, (laughs) bro. It's not even that you just go go check Twitter. Overall, people are are hoping there's another move for Kevin Knox. Like, 
what are we doing? They're like, are we tanking? What's going on here? Like they're like Hawks fans are really down bad. And I, you'll love to see it. They may have won the battle. (laughs) They may not win the war, bro. Uh, so we we got them next game, which is so interesting too. Dude, that's such even a weird time to do it too. I don't play them on Saturday. I don't think Cam's going to play that much in there. I don't think Tibbs would do that. I hope he does. I I hope so too, but I just don't, I just don't, I think Tibbs loves to get his guys a little bit more repetition than two days, uh, before throwing him in there. Did you see him recently just go off on practice? So I agree with you. Oh, Oh, you didn't see that clip. No, I didn't oh, see that clip. Did, oh, Tibbs went off about how important practice is. And if you play better in practice, you're going to be better. And then they, I actually saw a video of someone who cut up that video and put it against Allen Iverson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, practice video, which is hilarious. But yeah, he just went on a rant this past week uh, in his post game uh, about how, you know, vital practices. And if you play well in practice, then you'll play well in the core. And that's why people are seeing minutes, you know, to. A rotation question, which we're going to have to get into this media at the end here because they are, there's some spicy takes out here, man. There's, there's gross takes. <laughs> You're used to calling it spicy. It's not even spicy. It's just gross, man. Like, come on now. And oh, we'll get to it later. We'll get to it later. Yeah, we'll get to it later. But I'm excited, man, to see Cam. Like I said, I think he has a higher upside. I think when you look at the Knicks and the Hawks, I don't really think it's that much of a rivalry then if you're able to trade with a rival, unless you think that there's. Well, the, the some, Jets here with the Patriots this year, so. That's that is that that is an anomaly. We don't even really do that. I don't. Yeah. I think the Hawks and the the Knicks rivalry is still way too so, young. Like it was just. It's, it's just so fresh. That's what I'm saying. That's what's so weird. But even but that's the thing. Like it's so fresh. But the Hawks are struggling. The Knicks are in this like weird spot. Like where they're trying to get on a run right now to get back. Just well, what's to say playing right now before we even say like six and up to be playoff a lock but they're yeah. working their way to get back into playing, right? Hawks are just, they're struggling. Like Trey Young's going out and putting up numbers, but everybody else is just not showing up. So I think for them, and, and then you hear the GM who comes out the other day. Did you hear that one? Did you hear the Hawks uh, GM who went on Nash uh, on Atlanta radio and said, I made a mistake about bringing everybody back and paying everybody to come back. Did I you did hear that? See that? I did not <laughs> see that. I did see that John Collins was pissed off. I didn't, I didn't see that. Yeah, the Hawks GM just came out and said he wishes he didn't bring everybody back, and that was a big mistake. So, one... He's pissed about the John Collins contract. That's what it sounds like. I think he's pissed about a lot of things, man. And I think this is why he's moving on from Cam Reddish, because when you look at all the other guys that he has, who's trading for Gallo? Who's trading for, for Bogey? Like after what bogey after what happened to like I like bogey but yeah who's training for Bo- but who's training for bogey after his new contract you know what I mean like the without the having Lakers. to give up stuff yeah I mean the Lakers will do anything but they don't have <laughs> really have much to give up either like no one's taking Russell Westbrook in that deal <laughs> I think you can convince them oh goodness gracious <laughs> you can convince Trey them. Young and Trey Young and Westbrook as, as a backcourt what were you selling what were you selling Westbrook as then hey Wes you want to be uh you, you want to be a backup. Him. He doesn't have no trade clause. Who cares what he thinks? No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, obviously, but it's just what you yeah, think you're going to sell the Hawks. So you're going you're gonna to you're sell him. Hey, hey, man, go go it's to Atlanta. LeBron. Yeah, it says LeBron. Yeah, but does Atlanta? But does Atlanta want him? But Atlanta has to accept that. Nobody too. ever then, wants Russell Westbrook, man. I know, which is always strange. <laughs> we're like, guys, we should trade for Westbrook, and then we have fans out here saying he's a top five point guard. Now we're off on a tangent. I know people, it's just trade season. That's why it's just trade season for sure, but. but you 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 feel like the Knicks absolutely killed in this trade. What do you is there a downside here? 
uh, with Cam Reddish in this rotation, you think? Uh, putting him into the rotation or like yeah. finding him a spot in the rotation? Same question. Go ahead. You get, you okay. Get, no, you I just want. I just want to. I just want to clarify. Like, if it's finding yeah. a spot, I think right now it's actually safe because the bench is down to four people, so he can <laughs> slide right in and work with that unit. And we and have Solomon somebody. Hill. Whatever you think. <laughs> I know. You, I know. Nobody's on the Solomon Hill. I, also, I, he's to, he's a to be fair. Guy. To be fair. When I think Solomon Hill, I think Indiana Pacer Solomon Hill, which is a decade ago, or like literally yeah, Roy Hibbert years. Yeah, it's a and, long time ago. and the second thing I think was the playoffs. Though he was a little, he was pretty good in the playoffs last year. He's so great. Those those two things uh, do come up with me. I, I know it's tough to sell Solomon no, but, Hill here, but it was a it's a 2025 second round Nets pick. Yeah, like what? Who cares? I agree, but I don't see him getting. A lot of minutes. Like, if you yeah. want to talk about, if you want to talk about, like what Tibbs did to Frank last season for Solomon Hill. Oh, spot minutes. That's what Solomon Hill's going to get. Spot minutes because he's gritty. He'll play defense. Rip yeah, when off he's the, pissed the off. Yeah. When he's pissed off, like Evan Fournier, he'll put in Solomon Hill for like ten minutes. For sure. He yeah, you go that. guard him. I mean, I was at that Cavs game when Rubio's killing us. He's like, "Yo, Grimes, go ahead." That was like his first game in. He's like, "You, you guard him. Nobody else is. You try." For sure. He does that. But getting back to Cam, to Cam, like for Cam, I see him. I think there's another move coming in order to like make this. Don't tell me Zion. Don't tell me no, 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 I'm not saying we're getting Zion. Absolutely. We're not getting Zion. Uh, at, at least not yet. If that's going to happen. It's not. That's that would be funny. But uh, can I say on yet. record, Zion Williamson would be absolutely ridiculous not to take the max extension. Yes. But, I, but I would whatever. be concerned. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. <though. laughs> um, but for Cam, like he's going to slide in right now because we don't have D Rose. We don't have Kemba. And even if we get Kemba back. Kemba's got to be traded, dude. So much Kemba. Well, guys, we got to be tra- See, the tough thing is that we're, we're, we're without Derek Rose until. Yeah. Well, he, we just, couple, he, he, yeah, we just have to assume he's coming back later. You assume, but. Do you really want to live off of, uh, like Alec Burks at the point guard starting? Do you really want? I to mean, do that? honestly, honestly, they can. I, I think right now they can band aid IQ, Alec Burks, Cam Reddish, McBride. Like they could, they could band aid that into the point guard position. But they still have to get something for Kemba, and I wonder where Fournier is going to fit here. I, I, I still, I think that Fournier. I think, but I think that's go. the bigger question. And like, this is not even just trying to be facetious. Like, this is yeah. legitimately the because you look at Cam, he's a wing. Like, that's two and three. We got Fournier, we got RJ. You got if D Rose comes back, that's quickly at the two. That's Burks at the three, and then you have Grimes, and now you got Cam, and, it, and you did not get Cam. To have him as a Kevin Knox on the bench, you, you there's no way you did that. So, so Fournier, I think, has to be moved. So, you, so you can like jumble some things around and get somebody out there or Burks. But I just, I just can't see Burks because I can't see giving up uh, the guy who's just good in isolation and even showed that last season too. Sure, he 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 has the most value between him and Fournier, especially with his contract. You can get, you can definitely get a late first rounder for him. But I don't know if you want a late first rounder in this year's draft that isn't as stacked as like last year's or like from what I, from what I've heard and what I'm reading, after the first ten to thirteen picks, there's a massive drop off. 
So I don't know why you'd want a first rounder for this year. Um, I mean, if we can package Fournier for a Jeremy Grant, uh, now we're talking because, because finally you're, you're molding the team to tips, right? Like no matter what, Cam Reddish is a better fit in that lineup than Evan Fournier in, in the Tibbs lineup. He just is better. I understand yeah, I that sometimes Tibbs wants a guy to create by himself because he knows that he doesn't draw up any offensive plays. So somebody like Fournier is attractive, but his, his negative defense is just messes with the system too much. So Cam Reddish, again, I mentioned with those deals are going to be huge. He gets in those passing lane. He hits, he's been hitting threes at like a 40% clip. Like he's, he's, he's fine. Like he's going to fit in. He's that three and D guy for free that we just got. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder what we can get for Fournier. It's not going to get us Fox. Like that's, that's not going to, that's not, that's not a starter there, but it might be a starter for Grant. So I'm really hope, I'm really hoping that that type of player comes here. If it's, if it's going to be, for something ridiculous, like something just to get off of the Fournier contract, just to get him out of the lineup, I'm I'm out on that. I think I think the only way you move Fournier at this point is if you're getting, um, if you're getting a guard, like you have to get a point guard at this point. Like you actually have to. It's so crowded where you have to find a point guard that is suitable for this team. It's yeah. So I I, I don't know how you want to move. This is where it's just so complicated. I don't know who's, unless you think, like, I don't, I'm not even putting Dame out there. Well, he's out I, forever. He's out, he's out for the year. I know he's out for the year. So that's why I don't like, let's not even think it's about over. that. Because there's no yeah, way, yeah. there's no way you're trading for that guy just to have him wait for a season. And I really don't think we're trading Randall. <laughs> I don't think we're trading Randall either. So that's yeah. why for me, I don't see how Grant fits in here. Unless you're thinking that he comes off the bench and you're trading Obi. Um, no, no. He, I, I, well, I, I think. You'd have a would have X point guard, whoever we end up managing to get. And then we have RJ Grant, okay. Randall. Okay. I, I'm then, thinking that they and want then, Cam and then Mitch. To, I'm thinking that they want Cam to start first. Don't be don't be ridiculous, bro. He's 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 in the G League. He love just let him come off the bench. Bro. Just let him come off the bench and play solid defensive minutes. And if if him and Emmanuel quickly are running like that two, three. Like they're they're gonna be killing it. Like that that changes the whole dynamic of the team. Or how like about we can this? get Burks, Burks IQ, how about and Grimes? Cam Reddish. Do put, but do you, do you put Grimes as a starting rotation then? No, I think Grimes is gonna take a step back. Like I think that Cam Reddish is gonna take Grimes minutes because he is just a better version of Grimes. He's a I'm better version. If, of I'm him. saying I'm saying no, no, no. I'm sorry. If if we trade, like if we trade Evan Fournier, like that's that's. I'm sorry. Let me let me rephrase, let me rephrase this whole conversation. If we trade Evan Fournier, who are you moving up to start? Grimes well, or Cam Reddish? Well, the, well say we trade him, if we trade him away for a first round pick, hypothetically, which is impossible. Right. One I thing would is, I would put Burks in there. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, I would put Burks in there with RJ, to mm. be honest. It's another ball mm. handler. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. I wouldn't put Cam Reddish in there. I mean, I understand why you would, because he's just a defender, he doesn't have to do anything, but that's such stagnant offense. Like if you have everyone just standing there doing nothing, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't work. Like you need you need that offensive playmaker in the starting lineup. I think that's always been our issue. So I would put Burks in there. Okay. Especially if we don't have a point guard, which 
I mean, as history tells me, we're not going to. So I, you need Bergs. History tells us, uh, or <laughs> or what we do is we get uh, D Rose to come back and he plays <laughs> twenty minutes to start, and then IQ wraps it all up. <laughs> yeah, like this is not going to work. The last thing I'll ask you though. Do you have any differing thoughts about Miles Turner? Or are we still still thinking the same thing? Because every day changes. I feel like with this guy, it does change every day with this guy. <laughs> yeah. What we Anything said, new? yes. What we said, no. What we sure. said, yes. The last episode is where I still stand. The one thing I will say about this, though, for Evan Fournier, if if the Knicks could say you have a a team that is needy of a shooting guard or a wing right now, right? And here, just just to put it out there, I don't I don't know which team it would be right now a team that is needy for a shooting guard or three. And what they have is an expiring contract that they don't want anymore. And that contract matches Evan Fournier. I can see them doing that type of trade and just to open up another spot for like okay. one of our other guys. I could see okay. that. Okay. I could see that. Um, and then we get like, that's not bad. I guess, yeah. And get like picks in return with that expiring contract. Or uh, I, I, I don't, I, I could see that. But that kind of feels like not a white flag, but like a yellow flag. Like, uh, like we're not giving up on the season, but like we're kind of okay with. It's not necessarily giving another up another mediocre season. year. Yeah, it's a yellow flag. It, yeah, it's it's. I mean, I don't want that. I, I will get it this season. Saying I want Jeremy Grant for Fournier. Like, I, I want that package. <laughs> Seriously, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I, like that's a, like that means that we're. Yes, we're will we are willing to eat up more money. But we are serious about our immediate future. You know what I'm trying to say? I think if they're really serious about the immediate future, it's going to come down to trading one point guard. these young guys. These young guys for for a point like guard. We have a lot of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have a lot of you. Well, I think so, Grimes. Uh, yeah, I think Grimes is really and, moving moving back here rather than forward with this trade. Um. Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, as of right now, it's going to be a hole because we don't have any. Guard and he can just well, I mean, like, if, if we were, if we were forward, yeah, yeah, yeah for, for sure, for sure, because there's no way you're trading for Cam Reddish. Well, there is, I mean, it's a it's a legit buy low risk. If he doesn't work out, you still have Grimes and that, and he's done. Good. It's not like we yeah. have him on a long term, yeah. It's just if, if so, if if Cam comes in here and starts playing, you know, he's, he's not going get, anywhere, dude. He's yeah. gonna get so many steals. I can't wait for transition baskets, dude. Look, I mean. His overall season stats right now, he's averaging 12 points. He's shooting 38% from three. That's off of about five attempts. Shooting 90% from the free throw. He's getting you close to three rebounds, one assist, one steal. The kid can play, but over the last couple of games, man, last couple of games he's been, uh, well, not not the last couple of games. He's been averaging, he's been getting some 30 points uh, from here and there and some matchups, like when he gets a, ch- when he gets a chance. So there's there's talent in there. That's all I want to say. There's talent in there. So if he can be in a good system with a team that actually wants to focus on him, and let's not forget this team was high on Cam Reddish the same year RJ, that 2019 yeah. draft. They did they did like Cam. So Yo, I'm just saying I, it's all I noticed that a lot of teams, and especially New York teams, especially the Knicks too, they when they dr- scout people in the same draft, you they always end up with those players. Like Everybody from that 2018 All-American draft is now on the Knicks. We have like four or five guys on the team now. We, I, from, you know, when that Frank draft, we want, we want everyone around Frank that we missed out on the Bargnani draft. We have like 
seven of those uh, draftees, including like Ronnie Brewer, like down the line there. I, I don't know. For some reason, I, I noticed this trend. It also happens in football, right, where any player that's like around your draft pick, like you end up getting if they get cut or something. You're like, oh, yeah, I, I know what I saw, you know, and maybe just didn't work out with this team, system fit, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So uh, it's, it's actually really interesting uh, sure. that that we got Cam Reddish, a, a player who, you know, was on that list. I, you know, another, the other guys were like Luca and uh, Trey Young. Right, they were there, like, <laughs> and Steph Curry, like, you know what I mean? Those three players are right around the Knicks, and like every year, we're always rumored to them. And now, I guess I kind of it makes sense why, because we obviously love them. You know what I'm saying? And that's why we try to get them every single, every single. You try every time, man. It's every so time, funny. sometimes, sometimes you get. We're you getting get predictable. Lucky get it's the, becoming yeah. a little predictable in that I aspect. Think, you know what I mean? I think, yeah, I think that's every team though. Every team likes to try to do. That's, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's becoming predictable. Like, yo. We, we we almost had it, like you know what I'm saying. We almost and got it, John. We almost got it. Uh, there, sure. there, the, the feelings don't go away. Yeah, it's always that girl next door. <laughs> <The feelings laughs> don't like, go away. Like what could have been, and then you yeah. get the opportunity. And you're like, what the hell? It's let's like Dennis it Smith out. Jr. Yeah, let's <laughs> try, exactly. Dennis Smith Jr. The perfect example. It's like, all right, let's try this out. Yo, shout out to DSJ for doing his thing over in Portland. He was actually someone shout out to our guys Chip and Jeff when I went on the hoops. Addicts Anonymous said. He needs to go to another location outside of New York and be hooping. Sure enough. It's just tough, man. New York is tough. But I think we, we did a good job uh, catch up on, on Cam Reddish, man. That's some uh, it's exciting stuff, man. I can't wait to see if he actually plays Saturday. Hopefully he does. He gets some minutes and he gets some, uh, gets some shots up there. Yeah, that'd well, be listen, we're, I mean, I'm going to be at the Monday game. We're both going to be at the Tuesday game. I'm also going to be we're at the Pelicans game. We're going to see a bunch of Cam Reddish. So let's go. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited for it, man. This is going to be a lot of fun getting camp. We we actually have a wing. We actually now have some wing depth, which is just start of the season. It's like, do we actually have wing depth? Now we're like, oh, we actually now we're kind of we're flushed at the position that we thought we were flushed at, which is the point guard position, which which we're not flushed at. We're back to square one, John. Back to as square always, one, man. As, as always. always. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in for another Knicks episode of the Knicks Jets, et cetera, podcast. You know what to do. Make sure to go give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and to leave us a comment and to also give us a five-star rating on Spotify if that's where you listen to us. But if you don't listen to us on any of those platforms, it's okay. We're on Stitcher, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, you name it. We are there. On top of that, we're on top. <laughs> we're on the YouTube channel. So make sure to go subscribe and hit that notification bell. And while you're there watching the videos, make sure to hit the like button. And while you're also there, there's a podcast called Winning Picks Weekly. John, video producer Greg, they go down the NFL slate, but now they're doing the playoffs, NFL playoffs. Make sure to get your get their takes because okay. these guys are killing it. John's seeing the board clearly now. You can oh, see yeah. clearly now because the rain is gone. All right. Let's go. He can look, he can look at it. And he's been calling it. Let's go, and then, baby. On top of that, NBA stuff is coming out. You know, you don't want to miss out on this. You do not want to miss out on this. With the Tridecaster. Damn right. Well, Who's back? Too, Who's too back much, on the NBA? Too much props. Too many props. <laughs> too many props. Uh, but yeah, make sure to go check those guys out. They're doing a great job. And last but certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. On Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. All right, everyone. We'll catch you next week with another Knicks episode. We out. Let's go, Knicks.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.